0: I think again, there's just these like there's these, I should be doing this kind of thing. And it's like, where is that coming from? Like, if you can, if you actually tell me where you think this, like this magical person is like that's making all the rules for your life is telling you that if you don't work out at 6:30 a.m., you're lazy. Like that's that's you telling you that. Like, so let's let's change that. Let's 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 stop that behavior. And you're you're totally right. Like, yeah, imagine somebody, yeah, working with somebody who's, you know, 30 years of like not working out in the morning. And then they, you know, year 31, all of a sudden they're supposed to love it. Like it's, that's probably not going to happen. Welcome to the performance RX podcast, where the
1: conversations are about health, nutrition and mindset for anyone who considers themselves an athlete from the most elite competitors to those who are simply seeking to improve their athletic performance. We hope the knowledge shared on this show will empower you to reach your physical potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now for today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Bridget Maroney. Today, my guest is my good friend and fellow former CrossFit coach, Sheena Lawrick. Sheena is a lifelong athlete and a two-time Canadian Olympian passion has always been directed towards getting the most out of her body. She's had a series of life-changing experiences that range from competing at the highest levels of softball, competitive CrossFit, to becoming a mother for the first time and now expecting her second child. And this has allowed her to learn the value of being able to adapt to the changes that life throws her way. Sheena believes that there is no one right diet and that each person is unique in their nutritional needs. She values the connection and relationship that she creates with each client, and she teaches positivity, patience, and a trust-the-process mentality.
0: Hey, Sheena, how's it going today? Very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for being on here. It's uh, it's awesome to connect with you again. Uh, yeah. So um, I know... I read your bio in the beginning of the episode, and I uh, gave a little bit of, you know, your background there. But before we get started with today's topic, um, is there anything that you want to add to that or anything else that you
0: want to tell anyone who's listening about
1: your background and maybe how you got into coaching, et cetera?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it might not be that different from, from most, uh, most coaches, but kind of started as an athlete. And then once the athlete life was changing or, um, you know, over as we want to call it. Uh, Definitely had a nice smooth transition into coaching. It was kind of a natural, um, yeah, natural transition, but I've I've always loved it. I think I've been around coaches and I've been lucky enough to have um, really good coaches in my life. And so it was something that um, whether, you know, I just took naturally to it or I, you know, again, just having it be something that was always there. I just, um, felt like it was a part of who I was and I just wanted to continue doing that. So yeah, from a young age, I just had, my dad was always my coach, which was, which was great. Um, but I was also lucky enough to have really good female coaches, um, as well, which isn't always that common, I think growing up. So, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to continue that and, and pass that along to, um, people that I enjoy working with. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah. I love I love the fact that you bring up uh, female coaches too because I think you know coaching and especially in the the athletic or fitness or health world it's uh is very male dominated or it you know male highlighted so it's it's always great to see you know women like yourself and other female coaches kind of step up to the plate I guess so to speak there yeah uh, yeah. yeah and yeah
0: encouraging each other right it's it's really motivating to um, to see other people in the space and to, yeah, like just networking and, um, helping lift each other up, I think is huge. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm all about that with, uh, yeah, just, yeah, like you said, supporting, empowering other females, especially, and, and, and I think also just having that little bit of, of empathy there, like there's, there's certainly, and, and on both sides at, you know, by, by all means, but, uh, you know, there's, there's certain things that, um, Women, um people who identify as female go through in especially in the in in the world of fitness and sport. that's you know, sometimes it i I feel is it's beneficial to have someone who who can understand who's who's maybe shared that experience or at least can understand a little bit more um empathetically where you're where you're coming yeah.
0: from, yeah. I think the first thing that came to mind when you said that is just you know, especially around like body image issues, right? Like, um, I, you know, I can remember growing up and like, I would, I would read magazines and like all you saw on magazines, like fitness and all that were just skinny, you know, women that were toned and you know, nobody really had a lot of muscle and, you know, and all of a sudden, like, I, I mean, I can remember growing up and like wanting to go to the gym when I was in seventh grade and like, I'd go to the YMCA and I was like the only, which was maybe a little bit be on my own <laughs> in a way, but you know, I was the only girl in there. Right. I was the only girl that like, kind of like, I like, you know, lifting weights. I wanted to be as strong as the boys and, um, you know, all of a sudden then, then, you know, again, you can get into some different identity things here, but, um, you know, having muscles and like, what did that mean as a female? And, and even now, right. Like, um, a lot of the clients I work with that are, you know, especially in the, you know, forties, fifties, sometimes sixties, like still have these, um, you know, uh, ideas of like what a woman's body should look like what does their body look like? What's the difference there? And like, you know, is it okay to have muscle or am I going to get too bulky and all of these words, right. That we've talked about before, but um, so yeah, it's definitely having that empathy and kind of being able to go through that um, yourself and then to, to help coach people to what their ideal body composition is, I think is super important.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. I feel like, you know, in general with a lot of things we've we're making progress as a society uh, as far as, like you said, using that language and the whole, you know, like there's that classic fear of, oh, am I getting too bulky as a woman? I think, again, I think people are starting to have a little bit more of an open mind. Like you said like, about like what a woman's body could look like or quote unquote should look like, which there, in my opinion, there, there is no should it's, you know, we're, right. but, uh, but to your point, there's also those, there's those lingering, um, effects of, uh, of those, those generations. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, so getting into the coaching, you, you focus a lot on, um, well, your, your company, your, your nutrition, uh, business focuses, um, primarily on, on nutrition. Um, and Mm -hmm. there's definitely speaking of, you know, the age we're in, you know, I think there's, there's many examples for better or for worse <laughs> of different nutrition, uh, programs and different types of coaches out there and companies. Um, and so I guess a good place to start is what's different or how are you guys unique? Cause it, it's you and, and another coach, right? You have a partner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yep. it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it was actually a former client of mine. So we, uh, we, had, we met at a gym, and nice. um I was I was her fitness coach first, um, which is super mm. cool. Her name's Gwen Holton. She's my yeah, my business partner. Um, mm-hmm. and we've been, I think it's been about four or five years now. I'm again I'm losing mm-hmm. time here with the last couple of years, but um I know <laughs> yeah. We um yeah, so we we started it together. She it was actually her idea first. she's kind of like she um, you know, we had actually worked, so I was her fitness coach and we had actually worked with the same nutrition coach. It was somebody who um had helped you know change my life dramatically and um I recommended she work with him as well and then you know we kind of both had very similar experiences where it was like she um she actually left her job in corporate america to become a nutrition coach she's like I'm doing this I'd love to do it with you you know what do you think and and it was again, it's a coaching job I loved it I loved the idea of kind of having you know my own thing being a little bit more flexible with time um Yeah. And just kind of, I was ready for that. And so was she, and couldn't have asked for a better partner. Um, she's amazing. We, we worked really well together. We, um, yeah, I'm just super lucky in that sense. Um, you know, and we've gone through our, our businesses where, you know, our business has changed, where we took on as many clients as we could at the beginning, wanting to help everybody. Right. Which really really quickly, (laughs) um, which is great. Right. Um, but then we've, we've, you know, over the years have kind of narrowed down and really kind of figured out who do we help best, where, where's our knowledge kind of best applied, what type of person, um, have we found the most, you know, success with, and, um, you know, as a coach yourself, like that part's hard, right. When you kind of have to, when you want to help everybody, everybody's coming to you, but you're like, you know, this, this isn't really my, um, I hate the word niche, but like, you know, I think if you are really good with this coach over here in this company. These are the types of people that I, you know, I found that I've worked best with, Um, and kind of narrowing down that, but it's, it is, it's super true, right. When you focus on, you know, one thing, one or two things that you're really good at the quality of your work improves, right. Rather than trying to be, you know, really, really good at everything, um, and helping everyone, which is always a nice thought. But, um, so yeah, and like, you know, um, we are, we call ourselves a nutrition coaching company, um, (laughs) over the years, we've definitely, you know, we, we like to slip in that we will 100%, you know, also be kind of looking into your lifestyle and things like that. So we, um, we're very open with people that want to work with us and saying like, we're, we're very big on relationship-based things, um, you know, because your, your habits and things like that are going to affect your choices, which affects your nutrition. And, um, you know, we we're, we're again, very, very quick to tell people like it, it's not necessarily your food choices. Sometimes it is. Um, that we're going to you know, sit here and tell you what to eat and what not to eat. But we want to look at the underlying behaviors of why you're choosing certain foods, why you know choosing certain portions of foods and things like that, and, and obviously help give them a framework. But um, it really is more of like a, a lifestyle coaching thing, which again, kind of sounds cheesy to say. But um, yeah, the best successes we've had are people that are like, this is, again, changed my life. It's not just here's your, your diet template and let's go on our way. We don't have the magic numbers. No one does. Right. Like no one has those um, the magic foods or the magic portions or the magic macros, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we're kind of, we're, we're still evolving as a business in that sense, but we're definitely getting a little bit closer to um, finding our, you know, our, our kind of, I'll use the word niche. I hate it, but. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that person. I know. I know. Yeah. I,
1: uh, you know, I, Going and developing my own coaching business my, myself there, and um, yeah, the the word that keeps coming up always is is niche mm-hmm. and things. And 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 again, it's I, I I I'll echo what you just said. You know, I I I don't particularly care for that word, but I know it has its own like specific sure. purpose and reasons. And and you know, also like when I first started coaching, getting into that you know that enthusiastic state of like I'm gonna help everybody, but um, it's. It, but it really is a lifestyle and and I know like may some may it's i guess what i what i want to say is lifestyle like that's the the terminology that that gets used um but it really doesn't it's i guess it's it's deeper mm-hmm. than that mm-hmm. really like um you know i think i think we put that label on there just so people understand cuz like you said it's it's not just a A certain food or a certain macro or what? Because if if that were the case, then there probably wouldn't be a need for for coaches, especially coaches like yourself that are that are looking into the the habits and behavior. Because anyone who picked up whatever like the 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 South Beach Diet book, there I'll just throw it out there, like would be instantly successful and never have to do everything again. Because you know, but it's but it's it's not that it it, and it it does go back to the Mm -hmm. lifestyle lifestyle. and so, um, yeah, so I, I guess kind of getting a little bit deeper into your your mm-hmm. niche there, if you yeah. will, <laughs> um, you know, so you mentioned the whole behavior change, habit change, I guess, is there anything else specific with, is it, I guess, speaking of niche and the type of people that you work with, like, is it more of a a certain
0: mindset that your clients hold yeah. or? I think so. Yeah. So I guess like if I were to describe, like, you know, the person that, you know, I get excited about, like, so if I see a form come through that someone's reaching out to us and um, you know, we, we ask a few questions and things like that on our website to kind of get a good idea of who is this person that that's wanting to work with us. Right. So like, um, you know, I typically what we'll see is, you know, some of the key phrases are tried everything. Um, I have been dieting for my entire life. Um you know, can't seem to lose weight or keep weight off. Um, you know, um, what's it like, uh, ready for a change, things like that. Um, or maybe it's like, you know, family life trying to figure out, um, trying to figure out what works best for me. I think that's, that's a really big one when people kind of come to us with, um, maybe a little bit more of like a, a dieting history, I think is the big one. Right. Um, the ones that <laughs> the first way to get us to say, hey, here, you know, go try another company is to tell us I need to lose, you know, 30 pounds in 30 days for my wedding. We're like, nope, that's not us, that's definitely not us. I, you know, I admire it, go for it, do what you need to do. Um, but we're, we're more likely to just, like have the person that's like, hey, I, this next year, I want to accomplish this, or I've got a, you know, a family reunion or, you know, something coming up in two years that I want to get ready for, right? People that may be a little bit more realistic expectations, whether that's their, fault or not for not having really realistic expectations. That's something we can coach them through. But, um, yeah, I think it, it is the people because that's, the, you know, I felt like I went through, through that. Right. And, you and know, I've had discussions about this, like how many diets have you tried? What have we, like, you know, on all the crazy things that we've done to try to, you know, change our bodies when, you know, a lot of the times when you're trying to change your body, it's mostly, you know, you're, you're either seeking confidence in yourself or you're seeking to change you know, maybe a bold statement here, but something about your life that you're not happy with. Right. And our bodies are sometimes the easiest things that we can think of to manipulate. Right. So that's why, like, you know, people will overdo the exercise and and underdo the eating, right. Or they'll, you know, things that we can, we can control what we put in our mouth. We can control how many calories our Apple watch says we're burning and things like that. We're trying to grasp onto things that feel tangible to change something around us that doesn't feel good, right? And, you know, when your body doesn't feel good and you don't feel good living in this this space that you're in, that's a really crappy place to be. So when people can kind of, when they can recognize that and they're, they're open to suggestions, you know, other than like, just tell me what to do. And they're open to kind of like talking, talking through things. Those are the people that I'm like, I love this. I'll grab on. And like, I'll be the coach you know, I'll be a coach for you for like the rest of your life if you need to, but, um, it's those relationships. I think that just, I, I think are super important. So I know it's kind of, again, we don't really put this on our website because it's (laughs) really marketable, (laughs) but, um, usually after those conversations, like when you can talk to somebody on the phone, which is, we're being on that too, you know, having constant communication with someone building that relationship, um, you get a good feel for if the person's ready for that, that kind of change. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess it. You know, again, it goes back to that whole lifestyle thing. There, it's not the the thirty day fix or anything else mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and 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 I and I agree with what you're saying. Like there is like that that deeper psychology there because. Um, and, and yeah, again, like you said, like you and I both have had these conversations and these experiences in our coaching. Like someone may come to you with like I want to, you know, do blank, but then as you start to peel back the onion layers, I guess you could say, there's, there's Mm -hmm. something deeper there. And it is like, it's maybe it's, um, yeah, a confidence thing. Maybe it's, um, one thing that, that I like to, to kind of pick apart with clients is, is values, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, whether, and, 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 and I think it's, you know, my opinion values is something that in in general in society people don't spend enough time really thinking about or exploring you know we all have values we all have things that are important to us um but you know on a even on a subconscious level so i i in my opinion i think there's you know when people seek nutrition coaching you know on the on the outside at least um it's it's kind of a i guess a a gateway or, you know, a door towards something else there, whether it's like, oh, I I really value having, you know, enough energy and vitality for, you know, my children, whatever. Um, Or, you know, I want to live a healthy life. I want to live a healthy and happy life. And, and, you know, um, so again, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, on a, maybe they don't realize it consciously until they start having these conversations, like you were saying there.
0: Um right. no that's a great point like when you reach out like you're you know I want to lose 10 pounds like our first question is okay like I can snap my finger you're 10 pounds lighter what about your life has changed what what are you or like what what are you most happy about now you wake up tomorrow morning the scale says you're 120 instead of 130 awesome like is your life better like and why tell me why and if it is that's great like if you can give me you know amazing answers <laughs> um I'm all for it but like yeah. I'd rather work with, I mean, we had a, over Christmas or right before Christmas, there was, um, an, an older, like a grandfather that reached out. He's like, I, I just saw my first grandchild come into the world and I want to be here for a, as much of his life as I can. And like, Whoa, like that's, that's, that's awesome. somebody that kind that of, awesome. right. Yeah. He's the guy. That, yeah. If we yeah. tell him, Hey, you're going to need to get two more hours of sleep at night. Like it's not about eating an extra apple every day or like, you know, it, like, can you get more sleep? Can you make time for 20 minutes more of walking per day, like these are the things that we think are going to help your quality of life and prolong your quality of life. Um, you know, can you do that? Like that's that's the guy that's like, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And you know, we kind of keep coming back to this lifestyle stuff. And it is, it's like we're we're asking people to make these like fundamental changes to their life that like they they've been doing things a certain way for however many years, 20, 30, 40 years, you've been going to bed at the same time or like sleeping in or. Not that I think sleeping is bad or waking <laughs> up at a certain time or not getting enough sleep or, you know, having the, the two glasses of wine per night for how many years, like we're going to ask you to make some super uncomfortable changes. Um, but they're, they're changes that again, if you can stick to them and while they feel uncomfortable, like that uncomfortable change is always what leads to, you know, the change that you're looking for, right. Or the uncomfortable choices, I guess you should say that's what leads to change, right. The stress of uh or that friction of making a a different choice than you're used to um which again again the gateway is nutrition right if we can say hey eat a little bit more protein eat an apple oh and by the way like i want you to slip in a 20 minute walk like i am so much more happy if they get you know 30 more minutes of walking a week than i am if they eat the apple you know
1: no totally um i'm all about walking these days by the way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it. like my favorite thing. I mean
0: it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's such an easy
1: answer. <laughs> it it is and it and and people don't realize this. Um they always think like, oh, the you know, hitting the gym is is what's going to improve whatever their health, their <laughs> calorie expenditure, but it's, it's, it's not. And, and you and I know this you know, just from like the, but it's, it's, it's those daily activity things, like not just, you know, go for, go for a 30 minute walk after dinner, instead of sitting down and watching Netflix, like that's going to have, you know, way more ROI, I guess, yeah. than that.
0: Did you still yeah. go to the gym. There seems like such an easy thing, right? Like you could tell somebody, Hey, after dinner, go for a 30 minute walk or 20 minute walk. But the number of people like that would actually take that advice and do it. I think I think they're they're in that like 1% like it's so small but the ones that do do it, I mean they see, you know, like you said, a huge ROI. Like it's it's just such an easy answer, but I think sometimes for people easy means they're not trying hard enough, right? Like I'd rather if I go to the gym twice for 45 minutes and I'm on the elliptical and I'm sweaty for two two times a week, that's better than a, you know, 20-minute walk six days a week where I would say, uh-uh, complete opposite. Like flip those you know what i mean like the whole decades
1: of behavior like that's something that i bring up quite a bit too like and again going back to people who maybe are looking for those quick fixes or maybe are just looking into nutrition or or lifestyle changes we'll say like on that superficial level is like you're not going to correct things in 30 days 60 not even a year like as i as i often say to people like This is years sometimes, like you said, like in the case of like maybe a a grandfather or grandparent, like decades of behavior that and you didn't get this way overnight. It's not going to change Mm -hmm. overnight. Um, So um, well, so so something so talking about, I guess, going a little bit deeper into the behavior and the mindset and and the psychology of it, um, something that 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 you use in your coaching is, uh, is I I believe it's, was it identity statements, identity, these habits it's from James clear, uh, and atomic habits. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I love that book. Um, I think I first heard him on a podcast, um, maybe like a couple of years ago was before atomic habits came out. I think it was on like Jay for, I'm going to totally butcher his name, Jay Faruga or something like that, like a strong, some type of lifting podcast. Um, um, but I was just blown away and I was, I was out doing my daily walk, which was awesome. It was in the middle of winter in Chicago, which I'm super proud of. Um, I love walking and the podcast. It's like, it's so meditative for me. It's, it's amazing. Um, but I remember hearing him talk and like, I hadn't read his book yet. And I like was downloading the audio book as soon as I, as soon as I heard him talk. Um, and the, just the, the, the simplicity for anybody that's read atomic habits, they'll totally understand it. Right. The simplicity with which he like breaks down the, you know, the, the process of forming habits, how to keep habits and things like that. It just, completely blew my mind. And I was like, this is like, I need like every, I was writing down everything he was saying. And I was like, this is just the, I'm so such a simple way to like pass on information to clients, like trying to say this, trying to say things in like 800 words, like I normally do. And like, you could be saying them in three. So um, yeah, it's, it's something that we really love. And again, like for clients that we um, you know, that kind of come all in and are are ready to like develop that relationship with us. It's something I like to introduce usually within like the first month or two of, of working together. Um, and it does kind of get a little bit personal. So I like to give time (laughs) for that to, to jump in there, but, um, yeah, we have like a, we have a template that we kind of like help them develop, um, what we call their identity statement. Um, and the identity statement, again, bridging off of the work that he's done for anybody that's read his book too, is kind of like, it's, it's the idea that when you have a goal, it's not necessarily that you have a goal, but you know, when you're trying to achieve something, the understanding that you know, you, you don't have, you have to change what you do, but in the end, like if you're going to reach a goal, you fundamentally have to change. Mm -hmm. Right. So like your choices have to be different. Um, You're going to change as a person along this journey, right. Mm -hmm. Along this process. Um, And I think kind of helping people, what we like to do is kind of like have them envision, you know, like I'll go back to the 10 person that wants to lose 10 pounds. Right. Like let's say 10 pounds is going to take you six months. So in six months from now, you've lost the 10 pounds. What do you see for yourself? Like how, what kind of future do you see for yourself? Or like, tell me everything possible Mm -hmm. about this person. Um, and let's write those down. And then your goal, like working backwards now is every day to live your life. Like you're already that person, like you've already lost the 10 pounds. What habits do you have? You know, what, how, what type of wife, brother, mother, you know, teacher, coach, are you Mm -hmm. like, what, how do you live your life differently? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and again, you've, and I, you and I've had these conversations, it's really hard to kind of like put this stuff into words. So, um, um, I don't know if you want me to share one of my, one of my favorite. um, my miss was from uh, a woman that worked together. She, she completely, she just got it. And when I read it, um, my, I just, I got goosebumps for her and I was like, this is, this is awesome. So remember that this isn't the person she is, today, Mm -hmm. right? This is who she wants herself to be. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, I prioritize my health and happiness. My happiness is centered around self-confidence and I build on this confidence through daily intentional movement and nourishing food choices. I choose to eat foods that fuel my lean, strong, capable body. I exercise because I deserve to feel great and I enjoy it. How I show up and move through the world is completely within my control. So that's like, To me, when I, again, I read that, it's just like, holy crap. It was so empowering. I got goosebumps. Like this was, this was different than the person that I was working with at that time. Right. Like I, but she painted a a picture for herself of who she was trying to be. That was so clear. And just so like, you could read that and be like, okay. Or like, you could look at the statement every day, which I had her do. I had her put it on like her desktop of her computer, you know, every time she'd look at it and it just makes your, it makes your decisions walking through life very easy, right? Like, do I want to order pizza for dinner or do I want to make myself, you know, a chicken salad? Like the person I want to become chooses nourishing foods and, you know, feels good about their choices. Boom. That's easy. Um, I show up, you know, I enjoy exercise. I don't do it as a punishment. Right. Um, I don't know, just little things like that. So, that that can take a while to kind of craft this you know statement right and i mean some people's statements have come back like pages long and some people's have been like three things right which it totally depends on the individuality here too but um you know it's you're you're making like these these statements about yourself that you might not believe in yet but you want to so how do we bridge that gap what does that look like right yeah. Um, and even for someone who is having a hard, like people struggle with self-confidence, right. Someone that's having a hard time, even envisioning this better version of themselves or different version of themselves. Um, I'll have them think about somebody that they admire, like a person, you know, maybe it's a friend that, that they go to the gym with somebody that, you know, they're constantly chasing and <laughs> CrossFit workouts yeah. or whatever. Like, what do you admire about that person? What do you think that person's like life is like, right. Mm-hmm. Write down some traits and then you know how does this apply to you what are these what are some things that you want right and i mean i, I i've i've got like six different identity statements here and not one of them has has says i am this size on the scale i am you know I, I fit into a size 2 or you know i fit into a size 14 whatever yeah it's it, there's not these numbers it's these feelings and it's these characteristics and it's these values like you talked about earlier um, that people are trying to actually achieve right so it's not necessarily yeah. the again, the number on the scale or the number of pounds I think I have to lose or the percent of body composite or percent of body fat that I have to have. It's, it's these traits that people are actually seeking. Um, and these, yeah, these identity, these identities really, or this identity, we should say. So that's a long way of saying that. I hope it, I
1: hope it makes sense. (laughs) Oh, I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah, I was, I was going to bring that up and just looking at, uh, the, the list, um, or the document that you shared, like, yeah, that was something I was going to point out is like no one's like, I am X amount of weight or I have lost, mm-hmm. you know, X amount of weight or like you said, you, own, you know, they do make comments about their body, but the body is like you said, it's it's, it's more, I guess, empowering statements like my body mm-hmm. is lean and strong um, and capable there, which, dish, yeah. Uh, yeah, which I mean, sure, they mentioned lean, but there's not like a specific weight tied to it. It's just right. you know, it's more about the function and things like that. And and um, you know that I, I love I love this idea of the the identity statements and and I've and I've heard this you know personally from from other coaches and 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 um you know uh, thought leaders you could say um, but to see to see it kind of like kind of be broken down and I love the fact that you you give your clients like some time to to cultivate those statements yeah. because it because it does take a long time like um you know when i bring up things like values and things like that it's you know it's it's not just like a <laughs> because again like what what i was saying before like you know i i i believe we we all we all have these thoughts or or ideas like it's just maybe not consciously again going back to like why someone shows up for nutrition coaching you know this person here you could see like she, she was seeking, you know, this capability, these, you know, mm-hmm. choosing foods, but maybe, and I, I don't know what the experience was, but maybe that wasn't her initial thought. Maybe it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to clean up my diet and lose some weight there. But then it's like, start thinking deeper. And, um, and I love that. I love that, you know, you give clients the opportunity to think about it because I think the parts that people miss when they When they do any type of coaching, um but you know specifically like health nutrition coaching is they think th- you know they can't be that person till the end, right? Mm-hmm. you know, so, but it's like, why not just start now like uh, exactly. another co- yeah, like you know i've i've you know other coaches have said like the time's gonna pass, so why not you know be that person now? And I think it's also why a lot of people unfortunately aren't successful because they think that you know this is going to happen. Once I once I get to that weight, Mm -hmm. instead of you know, as they say, quote unquote,
0: doing the work there to get to it. Um, You're totally right. Like being reactive, like waiting for that person to show up, rather than the proactivity of like, wait, if I if I if I if I I have the ability to imagine and like know it, like if I if I can go totally cheesy here, Sheena, if I can dream it, if I can dream of this version of myself, what's stopping me from being that person today? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. um, Yeah. Because this client, she's a perfect example. Like she, uh, you know, her her lifestyle wasn't conducive to her identity statement. Right. So like she had this like it was like her painting this like version of a life that like when she then she wrote that out and when she looked at like what her day to day looked like she was like none of the things I'm doing are actually in alignment with that. Like her her job was super stressful. She was working crazy hours. Um, She wasn't sleeping well, she was exercising, like exercise wasn't like, she really did enjoy it, but she didn't have time for it. Right. She didn't have time for it. She didn't have time to spend with her daughter or her family. Like, and so one thing, like, you know, we started to pull on that sweater string and it was like, she looked for another job, found another job left, like found a job that was like way more conducive to spending time with her daughter and allowing her to prioritize exercise and things like that. And I know that, you know, obviously it it gets tough when you bring people's jobs into it, right? Like we have to earn money to make a living. (laughs) Totally get that. I'm not telling anybody to go out there and quit their job, but for her it was, and it wasn't a quick process, right? Like it was this, this, this took time to unfold, but I don't know that that ever would have happened unless she had, she took like the time to be like, what do I truly want for myself? Right. Because not only did she make her life better, but like, you know, she's, she's probably more present for her daughter, which is awesome. And like more present for her family. She's doing work that she enjoys. Um, you're no longer a slave to like, yeah. Thinking that just because you're good at your job doesn't mean you have to do that job. Like you're, you don't owe anybody anything. You can do what you want to do and still contribute to this world positively. Right. Um, so yeah, and nowhere in there (laughs) did we say that you have to eat more or, Hey, you have to eat less or anything like that. Right. Like we would talk about food for 10 minutes or so, but it's more about, okay, how do we get you to like, get you closer to this identity statement? You know,
1: um, if you've ever seen the Ted talk from Amy Cuddy, um, she talks about like body language. And again, like how um, people think that our psychology or our mindset influences our our body language, but her her thought process is actually, it's the reverse mm. there. Like the way you sit um can influence how you feel. So a great example is um if you look at people uh she uses the example of of like going into a job interview and you're you're there in the office and like some people are just hunched over like this and and in and my you know again it's a subconscious mm-hmm. thing, you know, versus like, you know, she calls this the the executive <laughs> Which for people that I can't see, it's like I'm 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 sitting back with my uh, my yeah, hand, my hands on behind my head. <laughs> I won't kick my feet up on the desk. Yeah, she has one called like the Wonder yeah. Woman there. Um, one. but but yeah yeah. So her whole so their their power poses and her whole um thought process behind this is if you find yourself in a in a situation where you know you have to give a speech, interview, whatever performance there. If you spend, I think. I don't know, I was just gonna say two minutes, maybe in these power poses, you can influence your, your confidence and mindset Mm. in, in a positive way there. Um, but one thing that she says in her, in her, um, her Ted talk is, um, there's the saying, you know, fake it till you make it. She says, don't fake it till you make it fake it to t- until you mm. believe it or until you become it there and so that that sort of came up for me talking about these identity statements again like people think like oh i'll be this person at the end i don't i don't feel like i could like i could never be that that's that's always the thing yeah. too right like you, you mentioned um you know okay if i can't envision myself as this like envision someone else and that that often is a statement i hear just in in life in general is like you look at someone who is, you know, quote unquote, really fit or disciplined or whatever. And that's always the phrase that comes out like, oh, I could never be like you. You're so dedicated. And it's like, just mm-hmm. try like, you know, this person, you know, again, like it's, it's become part of their, their life now. It's their persona. Like you can mm-hmm. do that, you know, maybe fake it to you, you know, just fake yeah. it till you make yeah. it <laughs> try to yeah. embody that. Or
0: having so. just the courage to like, to try and like the, the the permission, right. To grant, like, I mean, as coaches, we always feel like we're giving people Mm. or granting them permission, right? Like they get in their own way. They think that they've got for whatever reason, Mm. like you said, like, they like, Oh, that's not me. Or like, I, I I could never do that. Right. Like, so who, so who says that? Like who, who's stopping you? Like you are the one stopping you. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, you can. And here's a really like small, small way to start. Right. Right. Um, if you're, if you're someone who like you want to get in shape or like you, you want to like exercise, even, or you want to find a way to prioritize exercise, um, and you're currently not going to the gym, then like, I mean, the last thing I'm going to tell somebody to do is go to the gym four times this week, or we're not, you know, like that's, that's the goal, like, no way. Like the goal, as it, like James Claire says this in his book, like you got to be the person that like, is okay to go to the front door and put your shoes on to get in the car to drive to the gym. Like, let's start there. And again, it seems like one of those small little things where it's like the 30 minute walk after dinner, which everybody's like, oh, it's, yeah, I could do that. And no, no, no one does it. Um, like no one does that. No one who goes to the, puts their shoes on, gets in the car and is like, no, I don't want to go to the gym. Like usually if you get to the car and you get to the gym, like you'll do something. Right. But as a coach, like I'm going to give someone permission and be like, that is the goal this week. The goal is to like, put your shoes on, get to the car. And like, if we do that and you make your way to the gym, I'm happy. Cause like, you know what? Wednesday, that decision is going to be easier. And then you're going to go to the gym and you're probably going to spend a little bit more time there. And like, you know, they're going to feel better, hopefully if they're at the right place. Right. Um, we can insert whatever food recommendation here, right? Like I want you to add half a piece of chicken to your, your lunch, or I want you to try to add one color one different color of vegetable to dinner right like easy things like that where we're just we're opening up people's minds and giving them the permission to kind of like think differently about not only themselves but the world around them and and how it's set up right because that word we came back to at the beginning should right like i should do this like again no one no one is in charge of you but you like you get to you get yeah. to decide what your diet is how you live your life you know whatever as your family and things like that too but Um, just that, that empowerment, I think people are really missing it. They're like, they're leaving it up to chance and like this complete, just like, I'm going to react to the world around me. Like the world is going to act on me and I'm just going to sit here and take it rather than being a lot more proactive, um, in their life. Or, I mean, you've probably seen this too. The number of people that obsess about like, well, this program is four weeks instead of six weeks or like, I'm done this program. What do I do now? It's, I mean... I mean, just lift something heavy if you want, like your body can be enough of a, of a machine. Like, you know, you can do resistance training in your living room. You really can, like you you absolutely can, um, obsess over these, like, yeah, I got to find the right, the perfect program. Like, unless you're training for the hundred meter sprint in the Olympics, like you don't need the perfect program. You just find something you enjoy. If you like dancing dance, like awesome. If you like rowing, go row. If you don't want to crossfit because it's crazy, like don't do it. You just find something that you like to do, you know? okay mission
1: granted <laughs> um yeah it's 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 all effective and and there's uh there's another coach out there. are you familiar with uh EC Sinkowski optimize me yeah she's awesome she's i i, yes. I like her a lot but uh yes. she always brings yeah. this up as her um I don't, I don't she she doesn't have nutrition rules she has principles which i like and i can't remember if this is one of her principles or just something she mm-hmm. says but it's you're majoring in the minors right like again like don't don't worry about if this is a four week program versus a six week program. And if there's, you know, 12 reps versus 10, like just just move. And, and same thing for nutrition. Like, you know, it, yeah, it's people people get so caught up in, in the minutia of everything that it, it, it kind of it's a it's that analysis paralysis as they say.
0: Totally. Totally. And it it sucks too, because like our industry is at fault for that, right? Like when we, when there's enough information out there where people are scared of the high sugar fruits and vegetables, like carrots and bananas and like berries, like, oh, I had too many. I, I ate too much watermelon today. Like, no, you didn't (laughs) like, you want to beat yourself up about something else. Like that's, that's okay with me. Like I, if you didn't go for your 20 minute walk, but you don't tell me that you ate, you know, too much, you know, you ate two bananas and you ruined your day. Like, I wish we could control a little bit more of that, but I know, I know it's there. I know it's,
1: it's, it's a, it it is an industry thing. And, and, and I hope I I see there, there are some trainers and coaches and and nutritionists out there who are trying, you know, like yourself, (laughs) who are trying to be (laughs) more responsible in in their messaging and, and things like that. But it's, it's kind of, yeah, one, it's, it's the messaging. It's the marketing of everything because, you know, it's it's not like the things we're talking about here, like a, a 30 minute walk after <laughs> after work or don't sexy. don't worry. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> th- th- and that's the thing. Like, yeah, what what it takes to, like, live a, a you know, a, a healthy and well life is is, is very boring.
0: <laughs> it's very it is boring. It's super simple and it doesn't make for good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twitter tweets or Instagram posts. No. Like, I mean, I'm sure you feel like you could have one Instagram post. That's like, here's do these four things every day. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Like you don't need, you don't need to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <That's> it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, and, and that's a thing too. Like, yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a big oh, system, but, um, well, but going back to the, the small thing. So like, I, I'm, I'm looking at your, the document that you shared. Um, mm-hmm. is it, is it okay if I, I don't want to like give any spoilers. Oh, no, I, please, okay. Sure. I, one thing that I, what I loved about, so you have like kind of the, the questionnaire and then you put down, you know, three to five incredibly small steps that you can take Today, not like tomorrow, and uh, it reminded me of another coach. Um, that she's more of the the business uh, side of things, Marie Forleo, but she she says that in in one of her books as well. It's like do these steps now. Um, mm-hmm. But I I just love that approach because I think again people think that you need to take these big grand you know steps, these big grand gestures, and of course. They get intimidated. They get overwhelmed, and and they yeah. don't do it. But it's like, yeah, start now. Or um, another thing that I love is the the five minute action there. That's you know mm-hmm. kind of comes up. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's just a, it's it's realistic, right? And I guess I, I always come back to like people are like, okay, well that's that's not hard enough, right? And that's like, okay, mm-hmm. but if it's if it's not, I don't want it to be hard because what you're doing right now isn't working, right? And so I need you to take like I need you to get a small win, even if it's small. And that win is then going to lead to the next win and it's going to go to the next thing. And it's eventually going to get us the win for you that feels big, right? So if it's somebody, their only time to exercise, let's say is, you know, 6.30 in the morning and they have to do it. So like, instead of setting the goal of like, okay, you have to, like, you're going to do exercise at 6.30, right? Instead, I'm going to be like, okay, you're going to, um, three small things you can do right now. You can set out your clothes the night before, or you can even sleep in them, whatever. You're going to set your alarm. And you're going to you know, fill up your water bottle the night before so that in the morning, you've got like, you've already made it a little bit easier on yourself so that we're two, three, three steps closer to you actually getting to that 630 workout, right? If you didn't get the 630, that's fine. But if you did those three things, chances are, you're probably going to be, you're more likely to get that workout in, right? And we're not going to like, if you didn't do it once, we're not going to like give up on it. If those three things didn't work, we're going to find the next three things that did, right? Maybe it's, I, whatever. Maybe you're maybe you're a nighttime person. Maybe the six thirty a.m. is actually unrealistic for you. It doesn't fit your lifestyle. That's cool. Let's try working out at eight thirty at night. How does that How does that go? Right. Like we're just. But it's again giving people the again the empowerment and like taking away the. I don't want to say it's a victim mentality, but taking away that reactive kind of feeling. Um, maybe they even you know, move their alarm clock out of their room, right? So they have to go turn it off if they're up. Maybe they do the workout, right? But those are the kind of steps that people like, again, they have to do because they're not doing them right now. Clearly it's not happening. That's why you hired me. Like something isn't, Something's not happening, right? And yeah, it might feel weird to pay me to tell you to set your alarm, <laughs> but like I'm gonna start where we need to start because we're not even gonna talk about yeah, your food until we figure out, you know, how do we get you feeling good about your body, right? Moving in the morning, things like that. Yeah.
1: Well, you, you said it perfectly. Like there's there's a reason why, you know, people, you know, a client isn't doing these things in the first place here. So it's like, let's break it down. Like, okay, you wanna work out, like you said, it's at, at 6 30, but why is it is it is it a is it a sleep time is it like just not optimal for the schedule are you just not planning properly um yeah it's and i think that's something like the things that you kind of mentioned made me think of just like environmental uh triggers or or optimization there i guess you could say um like that is like i i i feel like that's kind of you know i guess you could say hack, <laughs> one of the best hacks yeah. to, to get people to change their behavior. Like, yeah, I love the, uh, I've, I've, cause I've done it myself. The, the alarm clock or the phone, like across the room or whatever, because mm-hmm. yeah, that'll, that'll get you up. And then it, and then it kind of reinforces, um, cause again, all of our, like, our brains, uh, are built for efficiency. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, the re, you know, the fact that someone's not getting up at six thirty in the morning, you know, <laughs> isn't a moral failing. You're not a, you're not a piece of exactly. trash. Like you're not like some right. scumbag that's lazy. There's just something <laughs> that you know isn't working in your life. And, mm-hmm. and 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 again, going back to that idea of like it's years, sometimes even decades of behavior that got changed. Like if I'm used to sleeping until seven you know, well, yeah, it's going to take a minute to, to relearn, to get up at this time. And, and if my automatic mm-hmm. speaking specifically in this case, literally myself, my automatic reaction is to hit snooze. <laughs> well, I need to, I need to stop that, that action. And then when I get out of bed, it's like that trigger, like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be, you know, getting on with my day at this point or whatever it is I've decided right. to do with my, uh, my morning at that point. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. I think you're totally right. And like people, I, most people that I've dealt with will immediately go to that. Like, Oh, I'm lazy. I didn't, I didn't wake up in time or like, or, you know, I'm, I'm lazy if I don't work out in the morning or whatever. And like, if you don't like working out in the morning and you don't like working out, like those are two like huge obstacles already. Like, you know, if we're trying to get you to like exercise, let's at least find a time of the day that you like. (laughs) you know, (laughs) um, you can fit in anything. I mean, even if it is during lunch or if it's like, if it's right after work, like whatever, like there's no, I think again, there's just these, like, there's these, I should be doing this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where is that coming from? Like, if you can, if you actually tell me where you think this, like this magical person is like, that's making all the rules for your life is telling you that if Mm -hmm. you don't work out at 6 30 AM, you're lazy. Like that's, that's you telling you that, like, Mm -hmm. so let's, let's change that. Let's, let's, let's stop that behavior. And, you're totally right. Like, yeah. Imagine somebody, yeah. Working with somebody who's, you know, 30 years of like not working out in the morning and then they, you know, year 31, all of a sudden they're supposed to love it. Like it's, that's probably not going to (laughs) happen.
1: No. Um, I wanted to ask this in the beginning and I know it's, we've been having like such a a great, like open, open kind of discussion here. So this is kind of like more of just like a kind of, I don't know, close, like it's the teacher in me coming out. It's a closed answer, but I'm just curious. (laughs) Um, cuz a lot of the things that you're talking about do speak to long-term change um do you have like a uh i guess a require like a, a a contract requirement? like I, I like for example i know there's there's certain coaches out there that are like you're working with me for a year you know mm-hmm. because yeah. because of like exactly what we said like it does <laughs> spoiler alert to anyone listening it really does take that long, <laughs> long um you know, uh, but yeah. anyway, yeah. I don't, do, do you have that? I'm just, I'm just curious.
0: So we don't like, it's, um, again, the, the, this is the part of our business. I think that's always changing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in the past business coaches have told us like, Hey, you know, you should be charging for three months up front, or you should mm-hmm. be these three, six, nine, twelve 12 contracts. Like, yeah, yeah. um, in the end, what we found feels best to us is just monthly. Um, and so we don't, I mean, we're very honest from the beginning. Like if someone's like, you know, if they have 50 pounds to lose. Like, we're like, Hey, this is probably going to take this amount of time. Like, and I get that, you know, we're, you know, it's, it's tough because, you know, you're, you're still in it for like a, you know, as a business model, you're like, okay, we're just going to do this, this monthly. And as long as it's working for you, I want, I'm going to still be here. Um, we always say like our biggest Our, our, our greatest day is when someone tells us they're ready to graduate. Like we we like to call it the best breakup ever. Like we don't, (laughs) my goal from like day one is that one day you don't need me. Right. I don't, I don't want you to feel like you're um, locked into this for any amount of time, especially if we, you know, for whatever reason, you know, just, it, it wasn't a good fit. Right. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's okay. If, if, if I'm, you know, digging into your life too much and it's like, you really just do want somebody to tell you what to eat. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. Like that's, that's your, that's your personality. It's that's great. Um, so yeah, we haven't, we haven't done that yet. Maybe we'll in the, in the future. I don't know if mm-hmm. it kind of helps set people's expectations of like, Hey, this is a year long program because it, mm-hmm. some things do take that long. Right. And, um, but we, we've been, we've known to like work to people, uh, work with people too, um, you know, just in terms of like their timeframes too, and just kind of set up a, you know, whatever, whatever works for them. So we're a little bit different in that sense, probably not a great business model, but we're, we're in it for the coaching. So it's. Just...
1: I know. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get you. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah. there's, that's, I guess Great another question. No, thank you. No, I, I honestly was just kind of curious cause there, are, like you said, there are so many different business models mm-hmm. out there and, and I think it's just kind of, I don't know what you want for your business and what you want for your mm-hmm. clients. And, um, I, I totally appreciate and and respect, you know, especially I've, well, there's a couple of things. One, I've I've had to kind of go separate ways with with clients mm-hmm. before because it just my style or what they were looking to get didn't work, and and that's okay. Like I and I think that's you know I I like I said I respect kind of working yeah or coaching from that place of of integrity there because you know like you said like we, we get into this business coaches get into this business, not for the, the, the fame and the glory. Uh, uh, it's, it, it is in my, at least in my experience, it is from like a genuine, um, position of, of trying to help people. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, but also the, the whole, like you said, graduate thing. Like I, I, uh, I had a, um, a massage therapist say this, he was a sports massage therapist, um, who said this to me, like, years ago and I, and I liked it. He said the biggest compliment that a client can ever give me is that they, they don't need me anymore because that means, you know, they're no longer in pain and things like that. And, and I, I kind of echo that in, in coaching as well, that, you know, especially kind of like what the type of coaching or nutrition coaching that you and I are talking about, like the behavior change, the habit change, it's, it's empowering. Like if, if a person no longer needs my services as coach, that means for for the right reasons, you know, you not that right. that's yeah. yeah. It means that I've done my job. That they they now feel confident enough to go on and make their own decisions because at the yeah, you know, it totally. goes back to that that proverb there. You know, teach teach a person to fish. You know, mm-hmm. feed them for life. There, so
0: yeah, totally. And what a cool place to be, right? Like we like if you could tell somebody that from day one, like, hey, one day you're not gonna need me. One day you will never be confused about nutrition again or fitness. Like you'll just one day. You, you know, what, this is my identity statement for you in the future is that you're going to love exercise. You're not going to be confused by it. You're going to do it because you enjoy it. You're going to eat foods that, you know, feel that feel good to you. You know, most of the time you're still going to have some flexibility around, like, I'm not going to tell you never to eat pizza and drink beer again, but like, you're going to do it in a, in a way that feels good to you. And these, these aren't going to be my rules. These are going to be your rules. We're going to create your own, like, your own healthy lifestyle with that. And you're, it's going to be called the blah, blah, blah diet, like whatever insert person's name here. And that's going to be totally okay. Like that's, that's what we're signing up for. And like, what a cool place to be. Right. Like that just kind of, I don't know, even if it's, as I say it now, it like gives me just like a complete sense of like relief. Cause I think most people come just like, again, totally confused, not knowing what to do. They don't feel any empowerment. They don't feel, they just feel like they're, you know, susceptible to the world around them instead of like, you know power posing up and <laughs> walking through the bunk, right so yeah yeah just do the
1: the wonder woman pose you know yeah. or like you know like um i i would say you know never say never but you know even if even if they do feel confused or or anything in, like they they still have that confidence in themselves to to figure it out there mm-hmm. like you said like you mm-hmm. mentioned before like instead of being reactive like oh well you know this is just it it's like more responsive maybe you know and and maybe they do kind of seek whatever coaching then because they need extra resources and things but it's it's again from that place of empowerment of like you know versus i i think you know um a lot of times or often you may see people who are i guess for lack of a better word like defeated like you said like going back to like what you said in the beginning like i've tried everything it's you know I don't want to say rock bottom um because that just seems like extreme but um
0: yeah I don't know no it's true I think like one of the you know one of my like m- like memories from a coach like I think one thing that actually changed the way I coach too was um and you and I have talked about this like I used to you know at the gym I used to run like 30-day challenges or you know Aleo challenges and things like that, which all have like, looking back now, I'm glad that I did those because everything is an experience, right? It's totally. it's only a mistake if you don't take the time to learn from experiences. Right. Um, I, and I, I would have people that would go through, you know, 30 day challenges and they would feel awesome. They were like, this is so great. You know, we do their before and after body composition and their photos look yeah. great. And then, you know, they would come to me like on day 32, day 33, day 34. And they're yeah. like, okay, I, I ate, I ate gluten and I blew up, you know, or I had, I had dairy and I was on, you know, I couldn't keep anything down or like, you know, I, I had a beer and I feel terrible. Like, what do I do now? Right. And it was like, you know, that learning moment of, okay, we set this, like, and this is kind of where beyond the box came from too. Our name is like, you know, don't have like your, your life shouldn't be lived in this little box, right? Like it's gotta be what, what does happen on day 31? Like what does happen when you want to introduce, Or you want to go out with your friends on a Friday night, you've had a really good week, you know, whatever that means, like, you have to set up your diet in a way that, um, that feels good to you and is realistic, like, yeah, you work hard Monday through Friday, like go have a beer, go have some pizza, whatever, like, and then know that you've got a plan that you can come back to that feels good. So it's not about living in this like cage, right? It's about being, being open and being available to like be outside of that, but also you have to give yourself, you have to probably learn compassion and patience and grace with yourself too, and not beat yourself up. If you do have the pizza and beer and, you know, you feel like crap for maybe like, you know, the next morning or whatever, but like knowing that you have the, um, you have the ability to, to turn it around anytime you want, or just to not even turn it around, but get back on, on, on your plan. Right. Um, one analogy that we use that I I love is like, instead of living your life on like a single lane highway, like Canada has these awesome six lane highways that I used to love. (laughs) You know, you can stay like just, you know, your life can be lived in that, in that six lane. Like you can, you can veer all around, right. You can be, you can have good days, you can have bad days, but just whatever your plan is like, stay on your plan and be okay with that plan and not like confine yourself to these such, these such small, um, restrictions. So I've long story short, you you could, whatever you sparked in my head that, you know, patience and grace and things like that. And like, what, you know, not, not limiting yourself into these, these tiny little, these tiny little buckets and just being okay with that again. that's, that's the permission that I think as coaches, we like to grant to people and it just really opens them up.
1: Yeah. I, uh, no, I, I, I I love that. And yeah, like, like you mentioned, you know, you and I have had our own (laughs) conversations around like the challenges and I don't know, I, I think and and I've kind of like learned my own lessons, too, from the challenges, like, like, yeah, like absolutely agree. Like, you know, that that little 30 day window or box there, like, again, it's like what happens on day 31, 32? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if if I could read this. And there's there's no like I don't know, there's no perfect way. I think. I think um, you know, these challenges are good in some ways for people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll use myself as an example. I'm someone who gets motivated by a challenge and also mm-hmm. admit that I'm someone who has fallen victim to that, that day 31 of like, Oh, you know, like, yeah. um, but, but now realizing kind of how I'm wired, like it, it, it can be a good way to kind of get yourself, you know, whatever, re-motivated. Things like that, but 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 I think there is something that is that is missing, and especially like in in gyms and things like that, is like that transition, like the education or the conversation around the transition, exactly what you just said, like okay, you know, we've taught you or you've experienced this new way of living. It you know you find it's 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 worked well for you, like you know now the decision is how are you going to proceed from here? Are you going to live this way for the rest of your life hundred percent of the time? Does that, does that work for you? Does that make cool? Um, do you only want to do that? You know, a little bit of the time, like we're, you know, and and again, giving the permission, um, you know, cause you know, speaking specifically about things like, you know, since, since you and I both come from the, the CrossFit, uh, background there and, and paleo, it it gets kind of dogmatic. I'm just going to say it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets yep. very dogmatic. Like I've been at, uh, you know, when they used to have regionals <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> getting old, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but uh, I was, I was at regionals, um, you know, on, on a team one year and we all went out to dinner and of course they bring the bread basket and everyone's just looking at it. And it's just like. Yeah. God, you just like worked out all day. Just eat a freaking biscuit, like <laughs> Yeah, it's okay, <laughs> carbs. Like, but it's like no paleo. That's like yeah. good lord. Yeah. Um, or on the other, and this is the part that I personally find problematic is like the last supper. Like, mm. you know, it's like okay, we're we're starting our paleo or or whatever challenge now. You know, yeah. but but I've seen people. It's like. Go to Olive Garden, go to like that. like they do like a freaking buffet, like ice cream. And it's like, again, like no one told you that you could never have this again, and it's it's only six weeks, like, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know the, again, I guess that's just kind of my own thoughts on like the problems around it and just kind of mm-hmm. echoing what you said about the permission. again, like that great permission slip that we can offer to people that like
0: that, that person that you I'm I'm picturing, right? Like that, that's someone I'm like, I want to like dig into their psyche and be like, okay, what is it? Like, why are you, why do you feel like this? Like, yeah, the last supper, like, what is going to change about? Like, are you, do you think like, is it happiness? Like, are you literally trying to like, you think that you're going to be so miserable for six weeks or whatever, 30 days, that you're literally like every piece of food is just is like you're making up for happiness lost. Like, And then if you present that to someone, and not trying to like therapist or anything here, but like if you present it to someone like that or people actually took the time to kind of like think about why they're making the choice they're making, none of it makes sense. You're like, wait, I can you know, I, I can go to Olive Garden any day I want, really. Like, <laughs> it's not like it's going anywhere, right? Or like, yeah, like, I mean, some people, every, like, if food doesn't taste like restaurant quality, or if it's like not, you know, quote, like, you know, an eight out of 10 for every meal, like they're unhappy, and then they try to overeat at the next meal. It's like, there's, just, there's so much that goes on with that stuff that, um and don't get me wrong, I mean, I know there are people that very much struggle with, like, you know, real, real disorders around, around food, but, you know, it's just, it's, it is, it's such like the, the human psyche, that part of it is, is super interesting to me. So um, yeah, I, I agree. I think like having, you know, coaches, at least if they're putting on these challenges and stuff like that at the gym, or just have the, have the expectation talk with people, right? Like I know 75 hard is another one that we've talked about. I haven't done it personally, but it's, it is, it's super cool. I, I think it's like, you know, like when you look at it fundamentally of like what it's trying to teach you, like get outside more, awesome, work out more, awesome. Um, you know, stick to whatever diet makes sense to you. Awesome. Drink more water. Awesome. All of those things are great. Um, if, and if you're somebody that can handle that many things at once, like making that many changes, great. If you're not like, okay, what's, what's something else you can do. And then what are our expectations coming through this? Like at day 76, you know, how do you want to be like, it's your life now? Like you don't have this, this box around it. Like, do you, what do you want to take from that challenge? Um, Or what do you want to take from that experience? I should say that you can then bring into your life, right? Um, Keep and choose what you want to keep, and 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 get get rid of what you don't. And then don't feel bad if you don't read ten pages on day seventy six, because like no one again is judging you. There's not a, (laughs) you know, unless you're in a Facebook community of people that are like, and if they're shaming you, they're probably not people they want you want in your life anyway. But (laughs) you know, it's just I don't know. I just I think again having that realistic expectation with people because people are so hungry for change, if you're signing up for something like that, like you're, there is something within you that like, again, it, it could just be the challenge. I get that. But like, it, if it's around like body image stuff with people, like mm-hmm. they're so, they can be so desperate to feel differently about themselves mm-hmm. that they, they won't have the foresight to look past day 75. Yeah. And they'll want to just be told what to do, right. Trust somebody else. Cause somebody else said, this is going to work. There was no, there's no empowerment. There's no ownership over it. Mm-hmm. Right. And they'll just, they'll trust that, like, they're going to be different on day 76. They'll just trust that. Right. And then day 76 comes and maybe they don't keep up with whatever, you know, all 18 habits that it has. <laughs> um, and then they're back at square one. Right. And they're still the same person as when they started with a little bit of a different experience. But if someone can help them learn and like take things from that experience and apply it to their life in a way that makes sense to them, then that, then that challenge was a success. But it could also, you know, be not a success for someone and not in the right mindset. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Kind of small tangent. And that's not just seventy-five hard. That's any challenge in, you know, in a little box. <laughs>
1: no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you think you would ever do like I? I know like the the way your you know your business and your your coaching you know is set up nowadays is is very different than you know um, your past experience. But do you think you would ever? If you had a chance again, would you um ever do a challenge again and if so like how would you redesign it cuz I'm assuming, you know, you yeah. probably redesign it.
0: <laughs> so it's funny you ask like so one of our um one of our employees is actually she's a coach at a gym here in Chicago and I think um I'm kind of I'm kind of out of the loop right now, you know, I'm pregnant. Um but she put together like a uh I think a 50-day challenge and I don't know a lot about it so I don't want to like go too crazy on it but she, she, she was somebody that thrived on the 75 hard and she loved it. Um, and again, I'd love to, you know, I, I need to learn more about her experience, but I know that she was in a place where she had the time to commit to it. Um, she's a coach herself. So I think she had the right mentality going in and in and out of it. Um, and I think she wanted to pass that on to people. So I'm curious to see how it goes. I think it was a 50 day thing. Um, maybe just trying to cut down on the time there. And I know there's variations of this. There's Is there like a soft 75 now too, or like a different, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm sure there's many different variations. Right. Um, but it's a great question. I I have thought about it. I'm like, what, you know, if you were to like, you know, I I don't even say like brand, like how would I, how would I pack a package up everything that I would want to teach someone into like a program? What would it look like? Um, you know, honestly, coming back to that year long thing, it would probably be something that would be more of like a year commitment and it would be, it would include grace. So it would include like, you know, the goal of this is to, you know, let's stick to these, healthy habits um 80% of the time and like actually have a calendar as to like, you know, 365 days, what what is 80%? Like what how many days in a year are you giving yourself, not including like holidays and things like that. Um but it it, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be sexy. It would be like how many steps did you get per week? How many, how many hours of sleep did you get? Um, you know, did you did you prioritize self-care? Um did you, you know, how many different colors of vegetables did you eat? You don't go back to you know, just different, different stuff like that. And it just, if I were to put it on paper, it would, it would look so, you know, again, not sexy. <laughs> it's like, um, but it, would it be true? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> the non-sexy ch- uh, diet challenge yeah, exactly. coming yeah. out 2023,
0: yeah. <laughs> January but 1st. I like the group <laughs> mentality part. I think that's, that's super, you know, the community engagement, I think is really helpful for some people too. So, um, and I, again, I haven't done it, so I don't want to like, I don't want to knock on the program. I just think it's, it's all in how you can Apply it to yourself, right, and how you then take what you're learning and move forward. I think that's just that's such a missing piece in 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 our industry and people just you know because they want to take you know here here's my here's my whatever hundred dollars to participate in your challenge, and once that time frame is up then it's then it's done you know um yeah, it's like so yeah no,
1: I totally agree I think um you know challenges in general or if i were to create like and again it's it's not very exciting but there would be at least like i don't know a week or a couple like of that transition time of like the i guess the debrief here it's like okay you went through this uh you know experience for the past whatever 30 75 days however much like okay what are you going to do now mm-hmm. going forward and and things yeah. like that um because again I, I you know i don't know it's just my my opinion or experience like. I think every diet works and every diet doesn't work. Not every diet is sustainable for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it can definitely, um, and uh, you know, like we said in the beginning, I've, I've tried a lot of diets. I
0: haven't tried carnivore. Yeah. I don't think it would be that difficult. I think I could do it maybe for like a few days. I like like, What's the point? Like, I don't know. I like, I like a colorful plate. I like, you know, I spent my childhood eating vegetables and now as an adult that I actually like them, like, you know, it's, It's kind of nice to include them and include them at weird times of day. That's, I don't know if you've heard, like we've done a, we challenge people to eat salads at breakfast when they're ready for it. And it's such a weird, like, it's such a weird concept for people that they're like, wait, like, you want me to eat a salad at breakfast? Like, yeah. What's like, again, who's telling you that you shouldn't, right? Like society telling us that we shouldn't, that we should only have salads at lunch or dinner. Like what, what is not okay about eating vegetables at breakfast? Like no one can ever give you a right answer. Right. Um, but Little stuff like no, I like I like that
1: idea. Um, it kinda remind uh Ben Bergeron brought that up. Um, I heard like a couple of years ago, he I guess his principles of, of nutrition and one of them is like a vegetable. I can't remember if it's a green vegetable or just a vegetable, mm-hmm. um, at every meal. Yes, including breakfast. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, why not? like yeah, have a salad like you said, yeah. or or you know, whatever. Some just I, I prefer cooked vegetables. Yeah. yeah, It's
0: fine. (laughs) Cook them up. Yeah. Like, I mean, throw, you know, spinach, you could put it in a whole pot and like cook it down and have it be done in you know, two forkfuls. So, but yeah, again, like people, for whatever reason, that's just like, that's not, it's not a habit, right. It's, or the habit is Mm -hmm. pour your Cheerios, you know, in a bowl and put some milk on it and that, and that's fine too. But yeah, if you want to, if you're truly looking to make a change, then that's one of the places, like, if you're going to eat vegetables at breakfast, you're probably going to make a pretty good choice at lunch. Probably gonna make a. There's those small wins adding up, right? That we're talking about. So, yeah,
1: I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back into. It. I like that. I also like. um I'm so I'm so bad at this. Um, you you talk about like the colorful plate there, and it um, it took me a while to embrace other uh vegetables. Even 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 like yeah, I don't know. Kristen uh is is very good about being very keen on vegetables, and that's always mm-hmm. like. I've gotten better in recent years, but when she would go away and and travel for business, that was like always her concern is like, are you going to eat vegetables while I'm (laughs) gone? And I'm like, yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. It's like, yeah, my wife is my mother here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We've had a few people that we've worked with, like athletes in general. Like we've worked with a few teen, teen athletes, um, that I've had to tell them like eating vegetables is a part of your job as an athlete. Like, I don't care if you like them, like, just, it's a part of your job and the same with adults. I'm like, look, like if you're, you know, you've got a kid, right? Like, do you tell your kid to eat the vegetables? Like you need to do it too. Um, and the people that like, here's, I don't mean, I think, I think EC Sinkowski is that her, I'm saying her name, right? Sorry. I'm, I'm seeing her like stuff on Instagram, but I'm not pronouncing her name. Right. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's,
1: you should, yeah, that's how yeah, She did it like right. the grams of vegetables per day, right? Yeah. Grams, eight, vegetables 800 gram vegetable or uh, sorry, eight, 800 gram
0: challenge. Yeah. I love that. That's a
1: good one. Have you tried that's
0: that? Um, I haven't, but I think like, I mean, and it's, I, I just, I've, I've gotten so away from weighing and measuring my food that I just didn't want to do that. Um, I can't remember who else, five different colors. Somebody else told us, or I, I learned it somewhere, um, trying to ch- like challenge people to get five different colors of fruits and vegetables in per day. I mean, and you could, you could go so far as to like fruits don't count. You can still eat fruit, obviously, um, but like five different colors of vegetables, right? Like that's like the one goal. So if I have somebody that likes um, you know, being challenged. Um, I've got this hockey player. That's just, she's, she's awesome to work with. She's just takes everything and, and, and loves it. And she loves the challenge. And I challenge her. I'm like, let's try five different colors of vegetables every day. Uh, and we worked our way up. We went, we started with two, three, four, and then, you know, cause then that gets them into the education piece too, where it's like, okay, what, like, what are my purple options? What are my orange options? What are my red options? Right. And finding creative ways to like, you know, build your meals around those vegetables too. Um, salads are obviously very easy stir fry, you know, smoothies, stuff like that. But, um, and you find stuff that you like and you, like, you didn't know that you actually liked pepper or you didn't know that you liked purple cabbage, whatever. Um, but yeah. And then, like, when you look at your plate and you just, you can kind of be proud of like, oh man, this is super healthy. Right. And, um, yeah, just a way to kind of mix it up a bit.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, really quick talking about, so you, you mentioned like kind of working with with athletes there, a couple athletes. Um, I guess, you know, in comparison to your, your lifestyle clients, like is is your approach different? Like you mentioned getting them into the habit of eating vegetables and making some sort of, you know, you know, I'm assuming lifestyle changes. Like ha- is, is there any difference, um, in your approach to working with them? I guess in general, cause obviously as athletes, there are certain in season, you know, out of season mm-hmm. goals that they may or may not have, but Yeah. I don't know. In general, is there any difference?
0: Yeah, I think so. The athletes I work with are again, for whatever, they seem to be younger. So we've, we've kind of, we've developed a really good relationship with uh, a rowing uh, like a boathouse here in Chicago. So we've worked with quite a number of like teen rowers, which is really cool. Um, And then just the female athlete part. Like I've just been connected to some female athletes that are, you know, NCAA stuff. Um, I do. So for them, it's, it's more about, um, I love I love kind of getting in at that age because it is about habit development. So like they, I'd like to say they haven't been broken yet, <laughs> right? So you can kind of like if I I would have loved to have had the opportunity to work with, um, you know, somebody a little bit more nutrition minded when I was young, um, and I think it would have been yeah, it just it just could have made some really cool differences, but again, you know, everything's a learning experience. So, um, being able to kind of like show them what food could do for their bodies really young, I think is really cool. So for the athletes, like, I mean, we haven't met a a young athlete yet that we have, like, we've been able to fit enough food into their, (laughs) into their diets. Um, they burn so many calories and their body is so efficient at using quality nutrition. Right. So like helping them understand one, like that carbs aren't bad, like that's still, I hate hate that that's still around. Um, We we show them how to like build complete meals, right? Like here after, you know, I want you, here's what protein looks like. Here's your carbohydrate sources. And like, we include fruits, vegetables, potatoes, rice, you know, Gatorade, if they need it. Right. And like, when's the appropriate time to have these quicker sugars? When's, when is, you know, when do we want to have the you know, the, the starchy carbs that have a little bit more fiber or things like that. Um, so helping them learn that. And then like, when they go off to college, they know how to like create a meal, right. When they are presented with, you know, billions of, you know, buffet options or whatever. Um, so I think with, with athletes, I can get a little bit more, we still work on habits, obviously, but it's a little bit more, Hey, are you getting enough of something? Um, which is, which is really fun. And then, um, you know, maybe clients that aren't as athlete focused, um, it's still honestly it's still about getting enough, right? like are you getting enough protein? are you getting enough fruit and vegetables? are you getting enough water? Um, you know, very rarely are we kind of in a in a restrictive mode unless you know somebody's been doing a lot of different stuff. so um but yeah, I, you know it's still it is still a, a mentality approach and a you know laying that foundation of like we want that, we always want them to understand why we're suggesting these changes, like what's what's it gonna do for them in the future, not just like a eat this type thing. No. So I don't know
1: if that makes huh. sense. No, it, it makes perfect sense. And, and I love that you're, that you're having that influence, especially, you know, again, talking about like female athletes and, and, you know, so I used to work at a golf and tennis Academy, you know, they're obviously all athletes there. And I was on the academic side at the time, but, um, just going into the lunchroom there and seeing, uh the choices that they made and 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 not even that but just the choices that were given to them was also just mm-hmm. like i don't know not ideal yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah. convenience is a big yeah, big issue totally but um but also so there's there's still you know quite a few students that i i keep in touch with at least on on social media and um and one um one girl posted um i guess a couple couple months ago uh this video so so she's a golfer at stanford and she posted this video and I'm, i'm glad people are talking about these things but it was a video from i think she was a softball athlete um at stanford and it was basically this young lady this young woman talking about her for basically her her history with with an eating disorder as an athlete um mm-hmm. and and again so so talking about like you know just going back to what you said like enough and the whole like carbs are bad and 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 luckily you know this 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 young lady got help and and she's living a healthier life you know mentally physically and there's definitely a lot of support and and resources there especially at a, at a place like stanford but it's like you know, the one thing that I said to my, my former student there was that I, I think in, in general society looks at athletes and they kind of see them as, you know, like robots or just kind of like, they don't think about like, these are humans too, especially young athletes there who have, who who can have these struggles and are susceptible to, um, You know a lot of just misinformation and so yeah again i think it's it's so important and i and i applaud you for being able to help people especially like you said like at a young age before they're you know you know negatively influenced in that way
0: Um, yeah i should mention with the you know the teen rowers that we have worked with like we have always made sure that parents are on board and that parents are a part of the calls because the kids aren't making their own food right and it, uh, you know, for the for the most part, the parents have to like also change some of their habits, whether it's what they're buying or their the language store, too. How meals, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, it, we've been really lucky. The parents have always been like, you know, I'm I'm going to do this stuff too. I want to eat more vegetables. I'm like, yep, awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it's but you know, it, it wouldn't be possible if we didn't have the parents' support too. So, um, and yeah, we're just we're kind of. um, you know, we're very, very adamant about that when we work with, you know, anybody in the in the teens. Oh, it's awesome. Um, yeah.
1: well, what else? I know. We, we. I mean, it's, you know, we've 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 talked a lot about, uh, yeah, everything from behavior change to uh, <laughs> 75 hard. Um, yeah. I don't know, is any anything else
0: that uh, kind of comes to mind or, you know, I think, any anytime we talk about identity statements too, I think like one thing that um, you know that we like to mention to clients is like once they make an identity statement, like it, that's something that can always be, it can always be changed, right? And they can always go back and adjust it if they need to. And that's I think part of like the grace and patience and like a lot of times like you know life, life for as much as we don't want to react to it, it does happen, right? And so uh, circumstances change, and whether it's you know if something changes with your job or you're relocating or things like that, like your identity statement can constantly be in flux, right? Like I remember I, you know, before COVID hit, I had, I, I really, I love my identity statement. I love my life. I was just like, I still love my life, but um, just, I had a, it was very like dialed in and like, I was in a very, um, you know, a place where I could really focus on myself. And I was, I was loving the, you know, seeing really good results in the gym and our business was booming and things like that. And, um, you know, and we started, we started a family and then, you know, getting pregnant and like kind of seeing how my body changed and like how my identity statement just completely flipped. Right. it be, it no longer became about like, uh, my, my identity statement had a lot of I, 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 and then it became about like, you know, you know, me as a mother, like how I want to show up as a wife, how I want to, um, you know, it became about like, how do I support myself so that I can be the best version of myself for someone else too. Right. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, so like, I just think it's, what's one of those things that like, it's a good habit to get into and just kind of constantly reevaluate where you are, what makes sense for you now, um, while also looking about how I want to be in the future. Right. But it, it's, uh, just having the, you know, the ability to kind of just be, like I said, just, just be patient with yourself and not hold these, um, unrealistic expectations or, you know, shoulds over yourself and really kind of being able to evaluate, where your um you know where your ideas are coming from or where your thoughts and beliefs about yourself are coming from i think is, is super important
1: yeah yeah i love that it's yeah like you said it's 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 okay to change it's okay to evolve It's kind of you know again go like the identity statement kind of like that that day 76 there like your identity statement can can change because our because our lives change our circumstances change and you know what what's important um maybe there's there's still maybe a foundational aspect there but like you said using your yourself there it's it's less you know in in your case it wasn't i it was more we or you know us and and things like that or um the the why behind it maybe changes so not being so values
0: Values yeah. change, right? Like you, you yeah. might you might value something differently now than you than you thought you were, or whatever. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Or like um, I like to use this as an example. You know, other values come up, like maybe you know, health and 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 fitness or whatever is still a value to you, but spending time with your your children is now. So that whole mm-hmm. like, I used to be able to work out uh, two hours a day every day at the gym you know, because I value performance, health, Mm -hmm. fitness, whatever. Well, I still value that, but now it's maybe three days, you know, for 45 Mm -hmm. minutes, because now I have, you know, something else that's a priority and a bigger Mm -hmm. priority there. So just like you said, having that, that, that grace there. um, Yeah.
0: Perfectly said. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ah. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome. Um, really quick. So where can people, I'll, I'll post it in the show notes, obviously, yeah. but, uh, I guess just verbally, like where can people, uh, find you if they want to learn more about, you know, yourself, your coaching? Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. We're, uh, so we have a, yeah, our website is the best way to get in contact with us. We've got a contact form there. It's uh beyond the And then we're on social, uh, we're on Instagram at beyondtheboxnutrition awesome you can find us there, and um yeah, you can get a hold of us via email via our website, too. We're always happy to jump on th- phone calls with people, uh, complimentary calls, and like obviously you know talk through some things, make sure it's a good fit and um all that good stuff. so yeah, cool, cool
1: and uh and stay tuned for the uh was it the not so sexy diet challenge in twenty twenty three lifelong challenge Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. um <laughs> Thank you so much again, Sheena, for being on here. Uh, Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Three, two, one. All right. That's all for today's show. Thank you so much again for listening. And be sure to head over to aspire2coaching.com backslash podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode. There you'll find some of the links we've mentioned on today's podcast, as well as some of the previous episodes we've done. And while you're there, please make sure you sign up for show updates. I am always updating the show and bringing in bonus content. So you do not want to miss out on any of that. One last thing, if you loved this episode and you think a friend would really enjoy it as well, grab the link and share it out for me, please. It truly does help spread the word of this podcast and the topics that we discussed on our episodes. And at the end of the day, my goal is to empower as many people on their performance journey as possible. Thank you all so much again, and we'll see you next time.